Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert in guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. We have an episode today talking about when, why, and how to work with a consultant. So when, why, and how to work with a consultant? Well, let's start with number one, the when. The when can be in good times and in bad times. Most people start thinking about working with a consultant when they are really getting overwhelmed. Overwhelmed could be from a variety of reasons, demand from customers, staffing troubles, cash flow, and a variety of other issues. But ideally, you don't want to wait too long to bring in a consultant because sometimes even the best consultants cannot save a sinking ship. In my businesses, we have almost always worked with a consultant, had some sort of engagement with consultants, and it's not like we've worked with the same consultant all of this time. My first consultant that I worked with at the Maverick Group, my first company uh, in Nashville, we met every week for coffee and, um, you know, just kind of went over things in the business and such. And he was he was great, wonderful. And then, um, you know, flash forward several years later when my husband and I have the construction material supply business and my husband's making the transition to into that business full time. You know, I, I had to beg and plead uh, Mr. Steve Hankey to work with us. Um, he had started to niche in um, a specific industry as a consultant. But since I was like his first consulting client or one of his first, um, he agreed to take us on outside of his market research niche. And we met weekly for years. And he was really helpful, especially like I think for partners, businesses that have a partnership of some sort. It really helps when um, you've got sort of an an unbiased neutral party that can help both sides see the other's side about things. We've worked with um, people that specialize in the in the construction industry, actually building materials uh, industry, and then um, we've also actually worked with a communications consultant um, because not only um, as a partners in a business, but being husband and wife outside of the business, you know, we were struggling a bit with with communication. And so for a period of time, 
um, you know, I, I don't recall how many months it was, but we worked with a communications consultant that um, specialized in working with partners, um, not necessarily married partners um, in business, but but partners in business. So there's a lot of reasons, you know, when to work with a consultant. It's it's obviously, you know, most people think about it when you're having trouble. But I challenge you that if you're not having trouble, you know, I mean, the shoe's going to fall, um, as they say. And so it's good to already have someone in place in your court who understands your business. So to me, the when is now and always should you have some sort of consultant engagement. They understand your business, your industry, your people, and more importantly, how you show up or operate as an entrepreneur. Now for the number two, the why, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. Uh, we went to, short story. We went to dinner uh, with a couple over the weekend, and it was my first time meeting my husband's fraternity brother's girlfriend. And um, you know, we were talking and such, and uh, she was, you know, kind of like heard about my entrepreneurial background and was asking me some questions and stuff. And um, you know, she then said that she had an idea for some products. Like that's like what her passion would be would be to create products um, as a business and become an entrepreneur that way. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing! Tell me about them. And so, I mean, I was like, those are brilliant ideas. That's that's great. Like, I love it. And you know, we're talking about things and such. And then you know, kind of towards the end of the dinner, uh, maybe after you know a couple martinis. She called me a badass bitch. Um, her boyfriend uh, was mortified, but I think she nailed it. You actually want your consultant to be like a badass bitch. Someone who will call you out when you're slacking because they care about you and your business and your success as much or maybe even more than yourself. Bill Gates became at one time the richest man in the world thanks to his consultant, uh, Warren Buffett. And what did Warren do? He consulted and guided Bill Gates so Bill could overtake Warren as being the richest man in the world. Warren was Bill Gates's badass bitch. Someone who will push you because they know that you can do it because they've done it. They know what it takes to push through and overcome those obstacles. They're your cheerleader. They're the one who is like, please join me on this other side. Please join me at this higher level. You need to find yourself a badass bitch to be your consultant and help you drive success and results. Your consultant can see things that you cannot or may not want to see in your business. And again, ideally, a consultant should be someone who has been there and done that, ideally in your sector or in some other place. I mean, you know, I don't know when when Bill and Warren started, you know, hanging out and and Bill started getting um, consultation from Warren, if at that point in his life and in his business, he's like, I want to become the richest man in the world. But clearly... I mean, do you see the parallel when you when you align yourself and when your guide is someone who has been there and done that, that is the way to go. I don't I'm I'm just I'm I'm going to be honest about things. 
a lot of people are calling themselves coaches and a lot of people are calling themselves business consultants. And, you know, I would just make sure that you, they, you get the referrals that you need, um, that they have great referrals uh, from their past clients or their current clients who can tell you and share with you exactly how they help them. Because again, so many people are calling themselves coaches and consultants, but unless they've actually like lived it and breathed it, like you're living and breathing it in your business, I kind of find it hard for them to be able to truly consult you. Now, obviously, you know, sometimes you bring in someone who's a consultant on certain topics, and that doesn't necessarily have to be in your industry. So when my husband and I brought on a communications consultant to help us, that person wasn't in our industry. When we worked with Steve Hankey, you know, I mean, he had built successful businesses. So, it, you know, at that time, it worked for us because we were, you know, trying to navigate those, those early stages. And that worked, especially for my husband, who had not been an entrepreneur uh, before that point. So you want someone who has been there and done that, um, or maybe ideally currently doing it, because that is going to be the one who is honestly going to be your best guide. All right, for the how to work with the consultant. Now, this is really, really important. And I think it's important that you come into the engagement with the expectations and you talk about your expectations and then the consultant will share with you their expectations. But ideally, you guys want to come together and determine the results that you want to achieve. Remember, if we're going to spend money on our business, we want to get a 6x to 10x ROI. So whatever this individual is going to be doing for you, then, you know, if, if the engagement is a $10,000 consulting engagement, well, then it needs to bring you $60,000, $100,000 worth of value to your organization. So, you know, maybe it's to help you with scaling your business by hiring the right employees and determining what the right employees are for your business and doing the staffing and such. Well, I mean, this is easy math. If they help you determine that one of your, a couple of your employees are B or C players, then if they can help you get rid of those Bs and Cs, you can replace them with one A player. So for every, you know, two B players, you can have one A player. For every three C players, that's one A player. I mean, right there, by getting rid of those Bs and Cs and replacing them with one A player, you're already saving money. And that would be a perfect, easy example of a good return on the consulting investment that you're making. Remember, it's an investment. You want the ROI. You want to achieve the results. And you really have to work hard to achieve that. Now, like for me, I brought on a consultant um, last year to help me with my inbox because I moved my prior uh, executive assistant who had been with me for almost seven years. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just just growing pains, scaling pains. And she just kind of wanted to keep things easy, keep things the way they were and such. So I uh, brought on a consultant who helped me 
understand how I could better manage my emails. Um, I don't have one inbox. I have like 10 inboxes across all my different entities and such. But, you know, with that, um, I brought her in. That engagement was about $9,000 for the term. But by bringing her in, you know, I was able to not have to hire a replacement for my prior um, virtual assistant. And, you know, I definitely got a um, six times return on that investment because I don't have that expense of that person who was making a really good salary, had full benefits, et cetera. Um, You know, they were doing more for our business um, than just going through my inbox, but that was my biggest frustration and my biggest pain point. And the thing that just kind of was like not, not working anymore as the entities were adding up and the inboxes were um, growing in terms of what was coming in. So then what you want to do is you want to figure out how long it will take. And so my recommendation here is to keep the engagement segments short. So you know, I did not want a year-long engagement with this efficiency and, um, you know, email-type consultant. Uh, we What we did was we implemented Front as sort of our email platform, and then we implemented ClickUp to help with the management of the tasks based off of what was coming into the inbox. And so, you know, I wanted it to be on a short duration, so the clock was ticking on me because Really, I mean, consultants can consult, but they can't do the work for you. And um, so I wanted to make sure that I was staying focused. I was getting this done. So I intentionally kept the engagement short and did not make it for something ridiculous like a year. And then when I was done, um, I did have to extend it. I will be honest. I did have to extend it a little bit longer because I wasn't quite to where I wanted to be at the end of the first engagement. So we did do a second um, engagement, and then I was like, Ugh, I've got to get to the end at this now, and it really was on me. Um, but now that engagement is done, and um, you know, it was great, but now I'm like working on something else. And so I've, I've got a different consultant coming on board to help me with something specific. So, you know, I mean, ideally, you're wanting to bring in very specific people, Um, who have experience and understanding and can really help you solve those problems. But make sure that you guys are on the same page on the results that you want to achieve. Figure out how long it will take and keep it in short segments. And then, of course, you have to show up. I find more often when I've consulted and when I've been in the consultant um, chair and working with other people, that, you know, it's frustrating when they don't show up or they make excuses to not show up because they didn't get the work done. So really, like, you know, it's a mindset thing. I mean, come hell or high water, you need to show up. I was working with a consultant yesterday on helping us implement our new CRM for an entity, and I was not well. I had food poisoning, but I showed up. I just said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be on video today. Um, you know, you just, you power through it. You show up, you be there, you do it, you keep your promise, you get that return on the investment that you're making. And then what you need to do is you need to listen to them. When I was working with the CRM consultant, I had set up some things 
And, you know, it would have worked, but they said, had suggestions on making it better. Okay, that's great. You know what? You're right, because you're an expert in this software. So I'm going to listen to you. And even though I already did it, I'm going to do it better and make improvements based off of your suggestion. Um, You need to pull your head out of the sand and own the opportunities to improve your business. That's why you're working with a consultant. And, you know, this whole topic came up. I was with someone that um, over the weekend we were visiting a, um, a preschool client that's two and a half hours away. So we were in the car for a lengthy period of time. And, you know, we were kind of reminiscing um, about uh, a client that we had uh, on the East Coast that had eight preschools. And, you know, it was just an interesting situation. But the frustrating part was that the owner hired us, but kept their head buried in the sand and thought, well, I'm just going to do what Warren Buffett does and spend all 80% of my day reading, um, which is what he did. And he tasked two other people in the company with running the company. But what was interesting about that is they had no skin in the game. I mean, they were going to get paid no matter what. And um, I say that they had eight preschools when we started. Um, Actually, one of them had to close before the ink was dry on the engagement. And then um, a second one had to close because when we visited it, it was completely out of compliance. And we actually um, told them to to close it uh, the day before that the state actually was showing up. So much better to close on your own terms than to close on state terms. But, you know, they had this history of things and and we were bringing things to their attention, and um, it was like the owner was just disconnected. It was like he had passed the buck and said, no, no, they're in charge. They take care of it. Um, but they weren't listening to us because, you know, I mean, it would require more work on their part. But we were putting a lot of work into it as well. We weren't just sitting on thrones telling them what to do. I mean, we literally went there. I spent a weekend cleaning one school. Um, so that it was able to operate. I mean, I worked 48 hours straight, literally repainting, having, I did not repaint, but leading the repainting of a whole school and um, throwing out just so many old things. Maybe I'll even put some pictures. I don't know. They were so nasty. And and putting in new new equipment and new furniture and new toys and such. So, I mean, we were we were definitely putting in the work, but you can't hire a consultant and then, you know, pass the buck and say, all right, you know, these people can fix it in the organization. I mean, all right, were these people A players? No, but, you know, that was a whole nother issue too. So now I'm just burying myself in the weeds here and all this detail. But that was something that was just like, oh my gosh, it was just, it was frustrating to us as the consultants when, you know, there was so much opportunity, there was so much that could be improved upon and um, they could be on, you know, a a really great path of permanent profitability. I mean, they brought us in because they were struggling um, profit-wise and then struggling on a lot of other fronts as well. So you've got to listen to the consultants. 
they are there because they want you to achieve great results. And so please listen to them. All right. So just wrapping it up, that was the when, why, and how to work with a consultant. And again, my suggestion would be to, you know, find someone in your industry who's like, three levels above you or someone who has, you know, achieved what you want to achieve, that is going to be your ideal person to align yourself with and work as your consultant or your badass bitch. And um, then remember, you know, to determine the results that you want to achieve, figure out how long will it take, keep the engagement segments short, and make sure that you are driving a 6x to 10x return on that investment of working with that consultant. All right. Now, if um, the consulting you need is uh, consulting on profit first, well, then I hope that you uh, would like to work with one of my fellow profit first professional peeps, our wonderfully certified accountants, bookkeepers, and coaches. If you would like to connect with them then go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on contact where you can connect with a certified Profit First professional to serve as your consultant on your accounting and financials and implementing Profit First right. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.